What's going on, Questioning Marks? We have a great little surprise episode for you here because, you know, after big pay-per-views, we want to get on there and have a little discussion and hear what you guys have to think. We want to discuss what went on during the Royal fucking Rumble, man. What a pretty good pay-per-view it was, I have to say. What do you think about Jared? Uh, I have to agree, buddy boy. It was entertaining the entire time and, you know, good and bad, obviously, that comes with any pay-per-view. Um, let's jump right into it with uh, McIntyre and Goldberg. Um, I just have to start off and say that if you've been listening to the last few episodes, um, me as well as everyone else, and I'm sure most WWE marks out there, are very happy that Goldberg didn't win. The guy's horrible yeah. in the ring. His, you know, he almost broke McIntyre's leg in the jackhammer last night. Um, he's just not. A, he's not a champion anymore. Um, and that's really it. I'm just happy McIntyre is a great champion, especially through the pandemic. Um, the title hasn't missed a beat. And I have to tell you, his, you know, the WWE title and the Universal title seem to, you know, be hand in hand. That ones, you know, they seem to be very equal because I think both champions are are great champions. Yeah, I uh, definitely agree with you there. Uh, when it comes to both titles, it definitely depends on who's holding it uh, because the person holding it could either take that title to a new lengths or it could be brought down drastically through shitty promo, shitty booking, shitty wrestling. And uh, fortunately for WWE fans out there, uh, there are two great champions at the top of their game right now. Uh, But just like we discussed in the past, we talked about Goldberg uh, being an absolute mess in certain matches in his career towards the end where, you know, in, uh, Saudi Arabia with Undertaker. I think this is the third episode in a row. I'm already discussing about it. <laughs> it is one of the greatest, uh, uh, not one of the greatest, one of the funniest fucking things ever to happen in wrestling. But um, it is also pretty hilarious that, you know, Goldberg is demanding the respect of McIntyre. I mean, like, yeah, Goldberg, you were, uh, you know, big in WCW. Like, when when you hear the name Goldberg, Jared, do you do you think WWE or WCW? Um, WCW, a thousand percent. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, I I, I do want to just touch on this, and a lot of his matches were like this, and um, are like this now. They mm-hmm. consist of spears, jackhammers, and the other person's finisher. So, as in last night, <laughs> the match consisted of spears, uh, one jackhammer. And a, a, a few claymores. And, yeah. you know, for Goldberg's sake, the match went outside for a couple minutes. That's why it was, you know, about a five-minute match. Otherwise, <laughs> it would have been, you know, the typical 60 seconds like he lost to Braun at uh, WrestleMania last year. Yeah. And uh, possibly whoever wrote the match or whoever, dis- you know, discussed the match, you know, spearing McIntyre through the guardrail. Um, you know, we... We did a live recording last night that we're actually not posting right now because it was just it was just such a long pay per view, man. And and then uh, us us being there talking the whole time, we were very into it in the beginning. And just it just man, WWE just like goes to show you, you just drag your shit on way too long sometimes. But uh, when he speared him through the guardrail, it, it it was it was very predictable. It was. Uh, you know, totally set up, obviously, in the way that you, you know, we'll talk later on. In it the, was just, it was really just to, uh, in my opinion, to extend yeah. the match, them going outside. Yeah, it was just, you know, I mean, it, it was a good spot, I guess, you know, you could say, you know, it's for, especially for the first match of the pay-per-view, I guess it gets the fans, you know, uh, buying in instantly. 
But it's just we already know what was going to happen, and and I think we were discussing last night when we were watching live. I, I was, you know, I'm 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 that type of fan now that I want to see the unthinkable happen or the unpredictable happen. And even though some people you were saying were predicting that Goldberg were to win just because the way WWE writes writes their matches and storylines, they just make you uh, nervous. Yeah, yeah, they could definitely do that to you, especially because you've been you know screwed in the past, you know and. I've been screwed in the past recently with the Fiend storyline in regards to the Hell in a Cell storyline with, with uh, Seth Rollins and all that stuff. I, I was fully buying into WWE at that point, and and that totally fucking uh, destroyed destroyed my viewership. Uh, you know, the you lost gotta, one viewer. You just got to take the good, the the bad with the good, and in my yeah. opinion, the good outweighs the bad. Yeah. So this was that type of match. It was just uh, I don't even know what the fuck it was. It was like a should have been a palate cleanser, but it was in the beginning of the pay-per-view. And uh, yeah. You know what, though? At the end of the day, to me, I'm happy McIntyre is still the champion, and he continues on to, on the road to WrestleMania with uh, the WWE title, whether it's going to be Edge or whether it's going to be you know, somebody else. Who the hell knows? I think, I think Edge and uh, McIntyre will um, create a better feud, I think, than Edge and Roman Reigns. I just feel that uh, there's... There's, there's not enough. Actually, I don't know. Paul with the Paul Heyman in the mix, I guess he could do anything in terms of getting anybody over or anybody bought into a storyline. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, well, here's my you know, thing: where, does where Edge takes it? Does Edge ha- Edge has to turn heel in order to face McIntyre? Really? Yeah, I mean, it can be, or you know, they can do the whole Goldberg route thing again, which you know, I, 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 I would, uh, would I not doubt WWE Edge, doing. Edge is not in the same category as Goldberg. He can still perform in the ring. Yeah, no, definitely, but I just mean you know the whole respect thing, and you know, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I hear you, but but uh, you know, it'll be interesting to definitely see how it pans out uh, tonight on Raw. Will be definitely uh, something to check into to see the fallout. So. It'll definitely be. Miz still, cool. still has his money in the bank. Let's not forget. Yeah, uh, we'll get into that situation shortly. Um, all right, so I, I would overall give that match. You know, if I have to do a star rating, let's see. If we have a questioning mark rating scale, we could do a questioning marks. Let, let's say five questioning marks. All right? right, five question marks would be, you know, the pinnacle of pinnacle of matches. I'm giving that one. One and a half questioning marks on my end. What about you, Jared? Yeah, I'll give it one and a half also. I, I have to agree. Yeah. All right. Well, just because of the type of match it was, there wasn't really any big build up, And we understand that uh, WWE can't think quick on their feet sometimes. Uh, but with that being said, McIntyre still the champion. Jared is happy. And uh, most of the WWE, WWE universe is also probably pretty ecstatic about this. They get to see McIntyre hopefully make their way, make his way to WrestleMania. So getting on to the second match of the evening, we had Smackdown Smackdown Women's Championship match, Carmella versus Sasha Banks. Um, As I called last night, I thought it was pretty easy to, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, to predict Sasha winning. They need her, you know, for, you know, her mainstream popularity heading into Mania and, Listen, she. Her, I think it's going to be her versus Bianca Belair, in my opinion, because they have mm-hmm. the Oscar Alexa Bliss storyline on Raw. But uh, overall, I thought the match was, uh, you know, as good as a woman's match is. You know, uh, Carmella had some athletic, good moves, and 
Mm-hmm. We know. We it's know it's better than a lot of the men's matches I've been watching recently in. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, not New Japan, I'd say, but uh, you know, AW and uh, Ring These, of Honor. The uh, WWE women's, women's. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Jack. The WWE. The, the WWE women's up. division is absolutely. Yeah. You know, by far the best out there, and it's not even close. Um, mm-hmm. The talent, the in ring, they're polished in ring. Um, there's just no but no one better. It was a, to me. It was a very good match. I give it, you know, four four question marks out of five. Honestly, yeah, I I, I, I want to say it was definitely up there too for me. I would say three and a half uh, question marks for me, but it, it was definitely a good match. Uh, they showcased, you know, all their abilities. I love the submissions. Uh, there was a lot of technical wrestling involved in there. Yeah, very. And, and I, yeah, and uh, you know that's what I look for in a match, and you know I'll probably give it the four the, the four question marks too, honestly, because because of the mat skills that uh, were showcased in the match. Um, you know, a lot of good submission holds, a lot of good mat wrestling, a lot of good uh, Carmella screaming in the middle of the match, kind of you know bringing that intensifying storyline to the storytelling of a match. Um, like you said, polished. Anybody from WWE polished, and that's just what you get. Whether they drop to the lower ranks of an Impact right. uh, you know, roster or they go to AEW or anything, you could just tell a seasoned WWE wrestler compared when to – When you see one. Yeah, exactly. When you see one compared to any other person in another federation, you know, uh, minus New Japan because they are definitely uh, – can't understand what they're saying sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um- <laughs> So moving on to the uh, women's rumble, I did just want to say this, and I think a lot of people are going to agree with me. The women's rumble, um, A, didn't really have any, like, huge surprises. Mm-hmm. Um, and not even, Yeah, I mean, Tori Wilson. Listen, no, that's fine. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> it's just – it's not believable that most of the women – can throw each other over the top rope. That, that's all I'm saying. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's just, it's, it's hard to watch the women's rumble and listen. And it's great that they have the talent to even put the, that on. Yeah. But yeah. To, to have 30 it, wrestlers come out in terms of your women's it extended, division. It extended the pay-per-view way longer than it should have gone. And I, I, I don't know. It's just going over the top rope when you're shorter than the top rope is, it's tough for me, and also I, I did want to I did want to point something out that my buddy Brian uh, brought to my attention. There's actually uh, pictures on Instagram and Twitter that show Bianca Belair her feet touching the ground when her and Rhea Ripley at the end were holding on. Uh, and see. I don't know if you I don't know if you remember they mm-hmm. panned away, so you actually didn't see that on live TV. Yeah, see, so like that 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 brings us back to the amazing camera work that uh, you know WWE has, and I want to harp on that too long because I I want to stick on the Rumble stuff. But WWE knows what the fuck they are doing when it comes to any camera angles. Prepare to, for any mistake, also. Yeah, that's what it comes down to, bro. You nailed it on the head, Jared. It's just uh, it's just it's just they are prepared for any mistake. They know when a, a referee is going to possibly botch a, a two count, whatever it is. Um, and just even last night, I think I even said it. One of the referees on there last night would out, out, out count any referee in uh, any. Yeah, John Cone, John Cone. Yeah, man, the, the way he smacked that mat last night and stopping at those close twos, and they even panned up on his close angles on you know on the two counts. You could tell, you could tell you're a good referee when WWE gets on your two counts. 
little bit of close up, you know what I mean? But yeah, man, it's it's just one of those things, you know. Yeah. That so old. as far as like the winner goes, Bianca Belair, like uh, that that was another one to me, pretty easy to pre- to predict if you watch yeah, WWE. If you watch it on a weekly basis, um, you you could see them leading up to that. I was very disappointed in Alexa Bliss's performance. Um, she was barely in there, eliminated by Ripley as soon as like the lights half went out. And I don't know. I just feel that she could have had a better performance and you know had some fiend stuff go on. But hopefully they do t- more of that tonight with Asuka um, because I definitely think Bliss is going for the title. Um, she's the only one right now besides Charlotte who could take that the the woman's belt off of Oscar. Um, and mm-hmm. Charlotte's going to be in a feud with her father and uh, Lacey Evans after last night. Yeah, yeah, especially after last night. Um, you know, I got to hand it to you. You 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 called it on the on, on the morning before the Rumble uh, that uh, Bianca Belair would be possibly one of the winners, and uh, you know she came out on top. The women's rumble, I think, like I said last night, uh, I just don't like two rumbles in one night. Whether you want to, I mean, you got to keep the men's rumble for the Royal Rumble. That's just the way history has shown it. You know, I think we discussed also, you know, growing up seeing all these amazing Royal Rumbles, and not to say that it was only, you know, it was only men, but I just think it just drags out the pay per view too much. You want to do the women's rumble on another night? Do it on another night. Make. Make a whole entire women's pay-per-view. Make a few women's pay-per-views. I, I really don't even care. They wrestle their fucking asses off. But just for viewership purposes, man, sometimes I'm like, it's just too long. Especially if one Rumble is going to be up against another, you're going to start comparing which one was better and which one had better spots, which one had better surprises and things like that. And, uh, you know, I just think if I was a booker for WWE, that's something I would uh, possibly think about. Good War Rumble uh, overall. I don't have too many complaints. Uh, not too many great surprises. I think you alluded to that earlier. You know, Victoria was out there. Uh, Tori Wilson. Cool. Yeah, Tori Wilson came out. Uh, so nothing out of the ordinary. Um, and very predictable winner, I guess, because Jared, you know, came right through. And if you're if 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 you're a mark as hardcore as uh, Jared is, then you probably also saw it coming, which. Doesn't bode well, I think, for WWE's writing perspectives. But I guess in another sense, you kind of, if you're a mark for as long as you have been like us, uh, you kind of just feel, you kind of just feel who's going to win at this point. Yeah, I, uh, just wrapping up on that, I will, uh, I'll give the women's rubble, uh, I don't know, two, two and a half question marks out out of five. That's a respectable question mark, Scott, right there. I would say uh, two and a half question marks also for myself. Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, I guess. We'll see what happens on Raw tonight. Uh, and Bianca Belair, awesome wrestler. Watched her coming up in, next, in uh, NXT was uh, pretty cool. So She's the EST we'll of WWE. Yeah, there you go, baby. So we'll see what happens. Um, getting on to what I thought was the absolute best match of the night by by far. And we have a lot of angles to discuss here because there were some some a some ton. some <laughs> the uh, handcuff angle we'll get to in a in a, in a second. Which yeah, is so awesome. so I just want to yeah, say awesome. up, up until that point of the yeah. handcuff incident, uh, I so thought that- I did, uh, yeah, we're all talking about the Kevin Owens Roman Reigns match right now. I'm sure right. all you marks out there know that, but we're talking about the no DQ match between 
Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. Jared, take it away, buddy. So leading up, so leading up to that point in the match, I thought the the match was bordering on four four out of, four four and a half question marks out of five. I thought it was a great mm-hmm. match, and I'll tell you, uh, Roman really took a beating. He definitely yeah. took more of a beating than KO. Um, but when KO handcuffed him. Um, and then Heyman couldn't get it open. The referee had a, <laughs> the referee had to stop the count, and it was just I don't know how you do that. It was just <laughs> so blatant and so horrible. Um, don't, don't you think that, like like Matt, you're a father. Don't you think that they should be using uh, handcuffs that have that little lever that that the kitty handcuffs have? Like, come on. Yeah, I mean, uh, at least test that spot out beforehand. You know, have. You know, like Paul Heyman, he doesn't have probably the skinniest fingers out there. And you got Roman Reigns, who's jacked out of his fucking mind, stuck underneath a little, you know, scaffolding, handcuffed, like like in an area, like, you know, like with an area with no space whatsoever. Um, at one point, I think you've seen Roman Reigns jump up on his feet, but it was way after the uh, the uh, 10 count situation. Um, it, it, it was wild because uh, hearing it in all our voices going, what are they going to do? You know, like is some guy going to come run out with bolt cutters and try to cut it out or anything like that? Um, it, it was a good match, though. Otherwise, it was you and, know, uh, and no, uh, no help from any of the Usos. Yeah, well, yeah, we were definitely predicting that. Um, I think in the episode that we filmed in the morning, that we recorded in the morning, uh, we were thinking Jimmy Uso was coming back. You had said that he was going to come back and possibly help. Uh, Roman Reigns, there was an angle out there. We thought that possibly he would screw him over. Um, but none of that happened. And uh, I have to just say, the whole match itself was great. I fucking hated the finish. And I know we discussed about that. It possibly could could have been a timing issue due to the <laughs> handcuff incident. But I just absolutely fucking hated the finish. I mean, you have these guys going to war for the duration which was the, one of the longer matches in wwe's like stints right because we know yeah, that they're not known for their long matches and uh it was a great match they were storytelling through it they were wrestling hardcore um it showed a side of roman reigns that you don't see often enough if you you know followed kevin owens throughout his career you would know that kevin steen in ring of honor has had his fair share of brutal battles with ladders tables things like that so I was expecting, you know, Kevin Owens to kind of bring it in that sense. Uh, but I got to give kudos to Roman Reigns. You know, he was he was getting his ass beat uh, in certain instances. And it seemed like there was some real blood coming out of that mouth instead of, uh, you know, maybe some uh, fake stuff. So, Yeah, I, uh, I definitely agree. Um, I thought the match was great until the handcuff mm-hmm. scene. And, you know, it was... I don't know. I, maybe they should have taken the title off Roman till SmackDown on Friday. Who knows? But yeah, they just—you can't. You can't. He's too. Yeah. He's too over right now, and it was just a bad botch in a bad situation. Yeah, and just and, and you know, like after they uncuffed uh, Roman, he kind of just like strolled over to Kevin Owens, put him in a chokehold, and like that was it. So it, it just the, the the finish had no no build up, you know what I mean? It was kind of just like they were stuck trying to get these handcuffs off and they were like, all right, let's just finish this fucking match, choke them out, see you later. Um and unfortunately for that reason, um it was it would have been one of the better matches probably of the year if it wasn't for that. But uh the finish to me uh crushed me. So 
I I'd probably also give that a. I would say it would be four, four question marks out of five for me. It yeah, was a good um, match. I'll I'll give it a three and a half out of five. Um, yeah. I actually kind of like Roman's guillotine. That's kind of his one of his new finishers. It kind of sort of replaced the Superman punch, which he doesn't always do all the time. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I yeah, you, you like there was a lot of action in it for me. It was entertaining. Uh, usually, WWE matches don't keep me as engaged as that one did. Even though the table spot with. Uh, Kevin Owens was 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 called early on. He had an awesome swanton off the scaffold. Also, that was, uh, that was awesome. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. So, uh, you know, it, yeah, fucking awesome spot. Um, you know, so it's it it was spots like that that got me to the four questioning mark area. That finish though, to me, um, brought me down. I know Jared that you watch uh, WWE a lot more than I do, so you probably were expecting even a little bit more than uh, I was in terms of. Uh, I, I just think say? I just think the the botch with the handcuff uh, really just yeah. ruined the match. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, that's a it's a nerve wracking position to be in. I guess as as uh, Paul Heyman probably was uh, in the toughest spot in that entire match. But uh, nonetheless, you know the, cr- the craziest thing was he tried the handcuff that was attached to the uh, to to the whatever it was attached to, and then he tried the handcuff you know that was attached to Roman's uh, hand. Yeah. And he couldn't get either. <laughs> it's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, like you said, just fucking use fake cuffs already. Like we already know, like uh, Kate Fabe has been broken many, many years ago, and we understand the whole aspect of that. The cuffs, no one was even thinking are the cuffs real or not. Honestly, they looked like sex slave cuffs. They had chains hooked. Like who the fuck carries that shit around with them? You know right. what I mean? So it's like right. you know, like like they already looked fucking retarded. So just why not? Why not just? Bring out some plastic shit that you spray painted with some metallic shit on it, and just fucking Roman Reigns could just beast out of them or some shit. I don't fucking know. Anything, 100%, 100%. anything would have been better than that shit. Right, right. Yeah. Let's. Uh, I guess let's move on to the uh, the big match of the night, the yeah, uh, men's yeah. Royal Rumble. Yep. Um, just so we know, congratulations to Dana out there for winning the Royal Rumble poll. Uh, uh, we. We had a little pool going here with around 10 of our other marks out there regarding you got random numbers for your Royal Rumble pool. And if your number panned out to be either the one that had the most eliminations, which Jared, congratulations, had uh, Damien Priest. I actually, I actually split it with uh, Steven. He, uh, Biggie uh, and Damien Priest had four each. Ah, wow, there you go. So it, it, it wasn't a big rumble in, in regards to eliminations, no. I guess. But still, congratulations to you and Steve. And Thank you. Uh, you know, Dana had Edge come out, which, 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 which was crazy because in the beginning of the in the, in the beginning of the uh, day, they had said that Edge was going to be number two as the entrant, and he was then number one. So uh, I think Dana knows somebody in the WWE <laughs> and and uh, pulled some strings there, Jared. So you need to check that out and to make sure that. Uh, Dana doesn't have any ties to some Vince McMahon names out there. Un- uh, unbelievable, right? Yeah, it is what it is. But you, you, know, you would also think that Edge would have the most eliminations due to b- being in there the longest. Yeah, and 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 I and I guess it goes to show you that um, a lot of people who become number one or you know in 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 any of these rumbles, uh, number one, number two, they end up lasting quite a long time. So. Uh, 
you know, I feel like that's also becoming a predictable part now of the Rumble that, uh, you know, a lot of people felt Edge would be one of the winners out there. So I don't think yeah, it was a too, too much of a surprise. But, um, yeah, let's uh, just get into it. You know, Randy Orton and Edge started off the Rumble uh, as one and, and two. Classic, classic Orton. Yep, yep. Classic Orton got, you know, injured supposedly. And as we were watching it too, we we were saying the whole time, you know, where's Orton, where's Orton? And uh, we knew what was going to happen. But throughout the match, um, you know, we had some good surprises here and there. Uh, not the best ever that we were expecting, uh, for instance. Christian. I, yeah, Christian was the definitely the biggest surprise of the night, without a doubt. He still looked good in the ring. Um, there were times where I seen Edge and Christian lock eyes almost to be like, yo, we're fucking in the same ring together. Like, you know, it's been that was awesome. Yeah. So uh for a mark like me, that's 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 been a brood fan. If anybody out there, yeah, if yeah. you don't if you know what the brood is, then uh you need to go check yourself before you fucking wreck yourself because Gangrel, Edge, and Christian were, you know, the original, well, not the original, but they were a a trio called the brood and uh, amazing storylines throughout all of, you know, the attitude era. And that's where they pretty much made names for themselves and broke apart. And, you know, edge and Kristen became a great tag team and yada, yada, yada. That was awesome. Last night that seeing Christian come out and them do their, you know, some of their tag moves together uh, was definitely fucking awesome. You know, the sure entire rumble itself was uh pretty good. What do you think was your favorite what was your favorite part of the rumble? Um let me see. I I don't know if I have a specific part that was um my favorite. I I do enjoy the unknown of who's coming out at, and that goes for every rumble. Yeah. Um I was a little disappointed that there was no Brock. Um yep. I really no don't J-Y think- for me. I mean, I, I was praying for some type of New Japan exit or. I think with like I think with Corona, it's very it was very yeah. hard for them this year to get you know big surprises there and whatnot. But I I don't know. Um, my favorite part was. I I don't know. I really don't have one. I I so, was disappointed. And, and, uh, there was, I was yeah. disappointed there was no fiend. Yeah, no, so like maybe. that's your exact answer as to why it, it wasn't the most uh, exciting rumble that there has been in uh, you know recent times, and you know like for these reasons, uh, you know between the you know the women's rumble not being like the you know that crazy entertaining, and the men's rumble you know being somewhat predictable. You know we were saying when's when's Orton coming back? When's Orton coming back? And uh, you know, you knew when Edge was the last one in the ring, Orton was going to sneak in and do something right. like, that, you know, like try to RKO it. And then, uh, you know, he threw him over. Super predictable ending, super predictable spots. Um, yeah, I was a little shocked it ended like that, but I was happy for – I was happy Edge won. I do like Edge. Yeah. I have to say, um, you know, it's definitely cool what he's doing with his career. And, and, and I hope that WWE drives it in the right direction in regards to – who he's going to face and how the buildup to the mania is going to go down because now you kind of have to involve him uh, from here on out. You know, he can't be one of these like undertaker type guys at this point in his career. I don't think he's earned that respect yet where he could just uh, 
win the rumble and then just show up at mania, you know? Um, I agree with you. I, I do. Um, but the guy is a 10 time world champion. No, he definitely is. Uh, you know, he's putting his dues, I guess, like that. If you want to, you know, if you want to say it, but you know, you got a guy like the Undertaker who was wrestling, you know, almost uh, fifteen years before he edges even, you know, stepped foot in the WWE ring, and uh, you know, for these reasons, uh, I, I just think that they need to involve him a little bit. I don't. I'm, I'm not saying they need to put him out on Raw every night or. SmackDown, but he's got he's got to be there. I agree. Yeah, yeah, he's got to be there in in, in some sort of storyline aspect. Whether he makes an appearance twice a month or does some sort of remote promoing or anything like that, they just got to keep him involved in it because uh, for for fans like me, I guess if they're trying to win over you know even more fans, which I know WWE does not have to at this point, um, I would like to see Edge involved in some storylines. I would like to see him. Uh, in some matches leading up to WrestleMania. As we know, it's going to be a two-night affair. So they have a lot of things that they need to think about in regards to filling up two nights now worth of, of wrestling to make it worthy of watching for two nights in a row, you know, especially if you're going to make the pay-per-views three, three and a half, four hours long. Yeah, I uh, I totally agree. Um, I'm not a fan of the two nights, but it is what it is during COVID. But – I am more of a fan of the two nights instead of like eight hours of straight, you know, wrestling. It's because impo- it's impossible to stay awake that late. Yeah, it's 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 definitely not easy. Um, you know, just for anybody out there, and and I always kind of wish pay per views were on Saturdays, just because you know it gives people that you know that extra umph of being like, right, I'm able right. to stay up late, and you know, it's a Saturday night. Uh, I never understood why these things had to be on Sundays, but you know, uh. As you get older, you start, you know, it just is what it is. You make the sacrifice. And uh, I guess that that's what WWE is banking on is that maybe they're going to be, you know, they already know they're going to have the viewership. So what does right. it matter? You know, right. Make, right. Make, make fucking WrestleMania five nights in a row. People are going to fucking watch it. So you're damn right. And I would too. Um, <laughs> yeah. Overall, though, I would say an, a pretty non eventful rumble. Um, you know, I'm yeah. definitely happy that Edge won. I, uh, think he was definitely the best choice they probably had honestly yeah i i i I definitely agree i loved seeing damian priest uh make his way into the rumble i just well yeah awesome um and and you know like and i'm i'm definitely the mark of the indie scene when it comes to the questioning marks podcast and uh you know jared has been there with me adam is there with me in terms of uh you know respecting what's going on there but I have personally seen Damian Priest, aka Punishment Martinez, come up through come up through Ring of Honor and just fucking dominate. I loved watching him wrestle in in uh, Ring of Honor. You know, Jared, me, Adam, we're from New York City. This guy wrestles out of New York City, um, so I, I was instantly drawn to that because I'm just you know it's a hometown guy, but. This guy is fucking talented, man. And I, as soon as I knew that NXT was picking him up, you know, I got a little nervous. I wasn't too sure if they were going to use him correctly, but he's a big dude. He has the look. He has the moves. You know what he is? He's like WWE's Luchasaurus. Not to say that he uh, is. I think he's better. Character. No, yeah, I think he's better too, but he's that big guy. He's athletic. He can throw those spinning kicks. 
He could flip. He could, you know, like he's he's got that big man athletic agility. Um, and I really hope that WWE moves this guy in the right direction. But then again, we get into the aspect of there's just too many cooks in the kitchen. You guys got, you know, you got guys like Riddle still, Keith Lee, you got Damian Priest coming up, and then you got to deal with all the big name talent that's already on the main card. Uh, it's 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 pretty overwhelming, I guess, for the writers there in terms of making sure that uh, you know these guys gets what's you know like get what's. It's deserved. honestly impossible. It is, it is, it is, and uh, hopefully some of those uh, guys maybe they want to leave and come to AEW, and 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 uh, that would make things really really fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, listen, who uh, who knows? But Vince will never let them out of the contract. The guys that are really worth it. So yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. But, I, mean, uh, I do think you'd mentioned Riddle. I do think he's going to become the U.S. champion rather soon. So, I I, I only hope, man. Uh, he was another guy in the Indies that was you know dominating for years, and being able to watch him come up through NXT, uh, you know, well from the Indies to NXT to the main card uh, is pretty awesome. And uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, WWE does the right thing by some of these young guys. And hopefully WWE does the right thing in terms of storytelling all the way up until WrestleMania. Now, you know, we have our, we have our rumble winners set. We have Bianca Belair for the women. We have edge for the men. On this and- day. <laughs> I see clearly. Yeah. I mean, we'll see now. This is when uh raw is supposed to be good every week and SmackDown is supposed to be good every week, you know, in between the rumble and WrestleMania. So these next few months is where, you know, a lot of shit should be going down. Absolutely, man. And, uh, you know, question marks, we'll be back with you on Sunday. Remember, you could always email us at thequestioningmarks at gmail.com. And you can see us on Twitter. Our handle is at thequestionin11, Q-U-E-S-T-I-O-N-I-N-11. Hit us up on Twitter. And, uh, you know, come and check us out, bro. We're going to be talking about wrestling constantly. So, you know, with that enjoy, being said. Listen, yeah. Enjoy Raw tonight. Enjoy SmackDown Friday. Enjoy AEW on Wednesday. And keep um, watching New Japan. If you haven't started yet, you better be fucking watching out there because shit is popping off, man. New Japan is uh, USA ready, baby. And we'll be coming at you Sunday with a brand new episode of The Question Marks. And, Absolutely. Uh, enjoy this little review of uh, last night's Rumble. Yeah, Jared, it was good speaking to you, man. As always, we are the questioning marks. Peace out.